0: yo what's up it's been a long time since i've recorded something even close to being a podcast and uh there's i guess plenty of reasons for it i don't know if i'm gonna get through all of them today but uh Just right now, I'm feeling very, very tired. Very kind of like, in a low um, state of mind. Energy-wise, I'm feeling very low as well. Yesterday was a pretty hectic day, but... uh, I mean, at this point, it's, it's getting hard for me to sort of like... distinguish between... My physical state and my mental state, they seem to be so intertwined. Like, the days that I work out, I feel like a million bucks. And on the days that I don't, um, generally I feel alright because it's a good day of recovery. And I have other things to focus on and stuff. Um, but today in particular, I'm feeling kind of like, pensive. Pensive and, um, uh, just in a very contemplative uh, state of mind, and, uh, it just has me thinking about <clears throat> life in general, which of course is uh, a lot of what this podcast is, is just me sort of, uh, ruminating about life as a whole, my own life, and the sort of things I think about, but, um and i've uh i've been hesitant to get too personal like about you know my state of being when i record these podcasts and partly it's because i don't want this to be um seen as sort of like a cry for help you know which it isn't like everyone has ups and downs uh but also I feel like resistance to recording when I'm often in these states of mind because it feels like a, a very vulnerable thing to do. And uh, I don't know how many people are listening to this. I don't know who is listening to this. So uh, there's like a, a fear that sort of builds up when... Um, I think about the prospect of putting this out and not knowing who is listening to it and, you know, uh, end up worrying about, like, their perception of what this might be and stuff, so. But, um, I don't know, I was just kind of feeling it right now. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently, um, and particularly I've been listening to uh, a lot of Joe Rogan when he's had uh, Aubrey Marcus on, and a lot of his older stuff um, in from like two thousand fourteen and fifteen, where uh, it didn't seem like he had this pressure to be measured. Um, that he, that you sort of feel now that he's got the Spotify deal and stuff. He was he was more free with his communication. Some of his podcasts from back then are so fucking hilarious because. You see his sort of free-form mind just take hold sometimes and he just riffs on these uh, subjects with a very comedic bend and it's it's very hilarious. But uh, the reason I've been listening to a lot of Aubrey Marcus's and I've been like following um, more and more about who this guy is, he is... Uh, well, I I am not gonna uh, try and categorize who he is because I don't really I haven't done as much research into the kind of works that he does. But from what I know, is he he's a CEO. He was the CEO and the founder of uh, this company called Onnit, which focuses on the best possible way to optimize uh, human body and mind. So it's a lot of like alternative medis- medicine uh, f- medicine. Um, uh, nootropics, which is essentially like uh, um, natural and then like naturally occurring uh, elements combined to create a sort of like a supplement, like a vitamin or whatever, that helps uh, hack the brain into functioning a lot smoother. So he has a product called Alpha Brain, which is supposed to do that. I've never taken it myself, I don't really know. And I'm probably butchering a lot of what uh, he does. But his conversations that I've uh, been listening to are very... Um, ...spiritual in nature. Uh, I, I don't know, again, I'm, I hate using that word... ...because it's got such taboo to it these days. But essentially, it's a con- it, they're conversations about like the universe, the world patterns of behavior that that are accepted by the norm of society and and how to not fall into that way of thinking so for example i was just listening to one right now where they're talking about um this uh, song that was playing on the radio which uh, is about this guy who who gets uh his heart broken and he writes a song about how he's gonna stalk this girl and he's he's gonna make sure that she doesn't go to sleep and like it's a very creepy fucking thing and it was a very hilarious conversation the way they were talking about it but there's like a deeper underlying point to that which is um songs like this when they put out in the mainstream you're listening to it on the radio they sort of reinforce these ideas that when you you know when you deal with heartbreak you have to act in certain ways like that like oh no your girl left you now you gotta go after her and like stalk her to show that that's how much you loved her and that's what she's missing out and how the next guy she's found is like is is nothing compared to who you are and and just listening to these two guys talk about it is, is, and make fun of that idea is really like, uh, it, it was uplifting, but also it's, it's very like validating in in its own way, because I very much think this way. I think the most of, most of the way I try and live my life is outside the norms of society, whatever that might be, uh, I I feel like I was taught at a very young age to question literally everything, Uh, and that that has its uh, detriments, of course, and I I went down that rabbit hole a bit too far in maybe my late teens, early, early twenties, where I was just questioning things for the sake of it and not accepting that there's a balance somewhere. So, society is not all bad, but society is not all good. Of course, there's a middle ground. There has to be. And I've been thinking a lot about this idea of balance because uh, I genuinely feel that, like, the true key to happiness is balance. Uh, There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. There's going to be good. There's going to be bad. And um, I think... The reason why I'm thinking this stuff specifically today and why I even want to record a podcast today is because today's is just one of those days where it's kind of low. Um, you know, I, I'm I, I'm sleep deprived. So automatically I know myself that when I don't get enough sleep, I kind of go down these little patterns of, uh, you know, sadness and uh, i'm hesitant again to use the word depression because it isn't depression it isn't crippling long-term physiological depression it's just a shitty day but uh today is one of those days and it's very um interesting to for me as i'm like talking through this to notice that genuinely today the the feeling that's predominant is this lull, this dullness of energy and spirit. Because, and it's interesting to note this, because uh, I woke up today with... um, And I got some of the best news that I've got from a friend. And I I was very happy to hear that. And I... um, And it gave me... This, it filled me with like energy to sort of, you know, get up and do things. And yesterday I had a really happy day, I had a really good day yesterday. Uh, And I was on, I was riding on a huge high, and today I'm not. Um, And this morning I was on a high, and now I'm not. And I know this um, feeling isn't uh, uh, lasting, like it's going to go away. Uh, I'm gonna sleep I'm gonna get up tomorrow I'm gonna ha- do the things that I wanna do and I'm gonna be fine but uh yeah, it was just uh, I don't know what this something compelled me to sort of talk about this and partly it's because there's this other podcast that I listen to called the Drunken Taoist by this uh guy called Daniele Bolelli who's this Italian-American historian and he's a history professor and he has this other podcast that I was introduced to called History on Fire where he just breaks down a historical event with um, tremendous detail and it's just it's more like a novel than it is a history lesson and what's so great about him is he's got this really really thick Italian accent and uh, it's once you get the hang of sort of understanding the way he speaks, it, it's a very compelling listen to just hear him speak and and write and sort of guide you through these uh, epic journeys in history. But this other podcast, The Drunken Taoist, is basically a podcast about uh, the nuances of life. Um, the ups and downs and the name itself is uh, indicative of this because Taoism is about balance so for uh, anyone that doesn't know the yin yang is a symbol of the Taoist philosophy and the yin yang is just essentially showing that that without darkness there can be no light without the bad there can be no good so it's about balance it's about a circle and the podcast is called The Drunken Taoist because paradoxically if you're a philosopher or a, if you're in a, on a spiritual journey or if you're a religious uh, the mainstream thought is of course that you have to stay away from sinful uh, substances like alcohol or drugs and those things are bad and religion is good but the podcast and and um, Bolelli and like the guests he has on. Their uh, emphasis is on the balance. It's about you can you can have you can get drunk you can have a couple of glasses of wine that doesn't take away from the fact that your, a, fi- uh, a that you your nature might be of a philosophical bent. So and in many ways it's it's very validating for me because I feel that way very uh, that way very much. Like, I've gone through phases where I uh, will, like, um, forbid myself from drinking, you know, because it's like, oh, no, it's bad. Like, I drink too much. It's bad for you. It's bad for me. And then I'll feel great for a period, and then I'll drink uh, after some time off, and then I, I feel amazing. Because I've taken that break and it's about that balance again. It's like, oh, you're drinking too much? Okay, drink a little less. Focus on the other things in your life. And then enjoy the pleasures of life. So, I love uh, having a drink because it's, it's a very pleasurable experience. It, sensationally, like it, the taste, the flavors, the uh for me i i've started making cocktails now like i love the process of making cocktails it's very it's very cathartic it's very similar to the experience that i have when i cook my own food like i love taking a bunch of shit and then making something out of it and i uh danced around with this idea um recently of like wanting to professionally be a cook you know work in a kitchen uh get that full on experience but I think right now I'm I'm in a more in a state where I'm like it's okay to just have this thing as a hobby. You don't need to pursue it and make money off of it. Like you will fig I'll figure out what I what like really makes me happy that I wanna make money from. And this sort of uh idea that you know like figuring out what makes you happy i've talked about it in one of the previous podcasts where i was talking about like it's how it's it's such a luxury to have that uh time and perspective and uh, freedom to think about okay what really makes you happy and it's an overwhelming experience initially because oftentimes we don't know uh what we want and what makes us happy and um we sort of revert to like just going on autopilot, you know, because it's familiar, it's comfortable, it uh, suppresses any uncertainty in our minds. Um, and then further on, for people who, have, who don't have, uh, you know, two pennies to rub together to make a third, they don't have the, uh, the freedom or the time therefore it becomes a luxury and I recognize that I am in a very I'm in a great position in life you know like I'm very, extremely lucky I'm very fortunate um and I just want to make the most of what I have and uh anyway that's sort of me uh going down a little bit of a tangent I was I was Talking about the drunken Taoist, and there's this is one episode that I was listening to recently where uh, Boleli is dealing with like uh, depression and anxiety, and he and you could sense it in his voice. Like, I've heard his podcast enough times to know when he's feeling it and when he's f- not. And he makes it also very transparent that he's just not feeling it, but he recalls this podcast anyway because his whole because the messages and obviously okay I'll get to, I'll get to the point later. Um, his message is that listen, everyone goes through the shit, you know, it's ups and downs, and his th- their intention by recording that podcast was essentially like. Uh, you know you're not you're not alone in what you're going through everyone goes through stuff and uh, by being transparent about it you're being more real to yourself and you're also being more real to like uh, for 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 them the listeners for me i like my obviously my audience for the podcast is mostly my friends and it's uh, it's much smaller in size but um, the intention is the same like i i don't know man honestly i even like just saying this stuff right now i'm i'm feeling very very fucking hesitant to actually even put this shit out there because it's it seems ugh, like i uh, just seems so pretentious and like um that I am sort of an authority because I have a podcast and I have people listening to it that but I, I don't want it to be that. So I, I guess I'm I, I guess I feel a little in conflict that I'm doing something like this which is extremely fucking personal in nature. Uh, which my intention when starting this podcast was to not be this personal so I don't know if I'm actually I think I will eventually end up releasing it but I'm feeling very 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 hesitant and in conflict at the moment uh yeah so I mean besides that like I this podcast is just kind of like um on the, this episode is on the, it's just on a whim. Um, I had actually written down stuff f- that uh, popped into my mind a few days ago or a week ago or some, a few, like, yeah, about a week, 10 days ago about stuff that I actually wanted to talk about. Like, I've been experimenting a lot with, uh, Zen Buddhist philosophy. Um, and I know that sounds extremely vague and, uh... I'm obviously not a fucking expert, so I want that to be known. But essentially, I was dealing with some... I mean, I was just sort of uh, reading and listening to what Zen Buddhism might be. And I was listening to this podcast with this uh, author called Robert Greene, who's written a a whole bunch of books about... um, okay he's written a book called the 48 laws of power he wrote the book called the 50th law with 50 cent he's written this book called mastery and they they all deal with like psychology uh, mixed with philosophy mixed with historical context so it's rooted in stuff that's very real and in the podcast um when he was discussing his book mastery he was talking about how mastery of a craft of an art of whatever it is you want whatever it is your mind is focused on deals with a lot of resistance and so if you're a writer and i've been writing recently and in many ways i'm going through this right now with this recording when you when you sit down to do stuff, you're going to fucking feel a major amount of resistance, and that's part of whether or not you. Oh, uh, it's part of the process. It's also, and uh, it's it's an it's an illuminating factor as to whether or not you are meant to do this. You know, like, do you love it? Why are you doing this? And if you can recognize and accept that that resistance for what it is and still do what you have to do that still do the task that means that this might be something that you you know you're interested in doing for a period of time it may not be something you do for the rest of your life because it's not that simple life isn't that simple but It's part of the process, and Zen Buddhist meditation is very much of a similar sort of like meditation in general is very similar because, uh, like, today I've not, I've, yeah, like I've been meditating a lot more consistently recently, but today I've not felt it at all, and uh, that's not like I've felt resistance to doing it. But I've just, like, I just, like, not felt it. Like, I was like, ah, that I I don't want to do it. I'm just not going to do it. And I went on this long walk earlier. And now I'm back home. And somewhere along the way, I was like, uh, something clicked in my head where I was like, okay, I can do it. So right after I record this, I'm going to sit down and do a bit of a meditation. But uh, with meditation, generally, like, uh the reason why why there's advice that you you know do it for like 20 minutes or 25 minutes or 30 minutes or 35 minutes it's because for the first be- first half or for the first 10 maybe 15 maybe 20 minutes there's going to be major amounts of resistance you're going to deal with thoughts coming in you're going to you're going to get distracted by sounds you're going to get distracted by what by like daily tasks that come up and the idea is not to suppress that resistance the idea is not to uh ignore it the idea is to see those thoughts through so now my approach when it comes to meditation is not sit as long not sit with a period of time in mind although i have been doing recently but generally i I don't sit with like a timer of 20 minutes i just sit and I allow whatever it is I'm thinking that's been suppressed or internalized, to come up, and I see those thoughts through, and then there's this period of, of flow, of zen, of uh, tranquility. Like there's many different ways to describe it, but it's a it's a it's a feeling of pure peace and bliss. You're just sitting there chilling. Thoughts may come and go, but you're just in that fucking zone and it's a fucking beautiful feeling and it's a fleeting feeling too it's a fleeting moment because if you try to hold on to it if you try to catch it it's gonna go away and now I remember why I was uh, thinking about this was because last week I went to snowboard and I've been learning how to snowboard recently and the la- last week when I went, it was my third time doing it. And the first two times turned out to be great because they were classes and I had a teacher and the teacher was sort of guiding us through technique and what you're doing wrong and what to focus on and stuff. And I was I was there with this whole intention to listen and like sort of... Uh, Uh, And I had, like, a a wall to lean on. You know, I had my teacher to lean on when things didn't go the way I wanted wanted them to. But last week when I went, I I was there solo. And I was there just to practice. And I was riding off this high because the first two sessions went so well. And I I thought I picked it up really quickly. And I thought it was going to be smooth sailing like that again. And, boy, I was fucking proven wrong. I was, I was... (sighs) Supposed to be skiing for like uh, snowboarding for about four hours for the first three and a half hours, I got absolutely destroyed. It felt like I forgot everything. it felt like I was trying to control the mountain to my will, which is just absolutely ridiculous like the force of will has its place but it's definitely not on top of a mountain on top of a uh uh a, a, a snowboarding run you know that's just not where you it's like paradoxically like so I, okay so i was i was feeling confident initially and i was uh I was determined on to focus on two things that I felt were uh, things that I need that that I needed to improve on, and because I was so hell bent on like just trying to improve these things, I let go of my all my basics and I wasn't doing the basics right, which in turn led me to constantly break my momentum on these runs and I would constantly keep falling which in turn, led to more and more and more frustration and anger. And I'm prone to that. Like, I get very, very upset when things don't go my way. And I was just getting more and more angry and more and more bogged down. And uh, I was going down this, like, cycle or, like, tornado of fucking frustration and anger. And the, the more I tried to control... What I was doing physically on the snowboard, on the mountain, the deeper I was sinking into this without realizing that that they were connected. And there was just this one moment, like right at the end, three and a half hours in, I've not successfully gone down one run without falling. Uh, And I was I I was basically on the verge of giving up. I was like, "Fuck this!" My I was destroyed physically. Like my body was I was I'd fallen so much. My back was aching, my knees were aching, and I was like, "Fuck it," you know, just let go of trying to control. You're just gonna do one more run, and that's it. You're gonna go home. And on that one run, I got down without falling uh I was I had initially been afraid to pick up speed and that's why that's what I was trying to get control. I was like don't go too fast because I had a previous experience where I went too fast and I lost control and I fell super super fucking hard and so I was I was sort of controlled by this fear of that happening again. But on this last run, I just let go and I allowed myself to fucking collect and gather this fucking speed. And I got done this run completely successfully and completely uh, without falling. And with complete momentum and control, like I was way more in control of my board after having let go of this idea of trying to be in control. That's where the paradoxical nature of uh, what, of a lot of things in life are but specifically it's like a parallel to meditation so if you're trying to control your thoughts you're not going to achieve that state that zen state and with snowboarding it's just the exact same thing except there's a physical uh, um, manifestation of that happening and with meditation it is as well but for people who don't meditate it's hard to sort of understand what it's like so therefore, the snowboarding analogy can sort of make sense. And I remember, like, going down that run and everything clicked. And then I was suddenly free. And I was I felt extremely happy. And I had all these endorphins released in my head. And I felt high. And then I went up the chairlift and I did that run again. And I did it again without falling. Then I went up went up the lift again and I did the run again and I did it again without falling and the fourth time I went up I was oh, I was in this I was over the moon with joy and happiness but I didn't do the run again after that I did it three times down in a row and but and the reason I didn't do it the fourth time was because I was able to recognize that I was allowing myself to get carried away with the feeling of of like happiness and joy and, and like I was like I started to feel invincible again so the, the fourth time I went up the chairlift I was I was just about to turn around to do the run again and I fell um, as I got off the chairlift and the adrenaline died down the endorphins sort of calmed down and I started to recognize that my body needed to rest So I went back, I had some food and I went home and uh, yeah, and that was the end of it. But it was it was on my ride back where I was sort of thinking about the parallel parallels between snowboarding and meditation and this idea of like control and letting go of control. And it's it's in some ways it's symbolic of life as well, because, you know, we think we can control every step of the way in our lives, but we can't. This pandemic is a fucking perfect example of it. Like, uh, it doesn't matter what you do. Sometimes things just hit you in the fucking balls and you have nothing you can do to prevent that. You can't control that from happening. It's going to fucking happen. So the idea is to just ride it. Uh, And on a micro level, these last two days are the perfect example of that because yesterday I was on a fucking unbelievable high and today I'm not and today I'm just kind of like down and I couldn't have planned for this but it's you know after have to l- tell myself to let go of this idea of control not get con- and also not get too controlled and identified by how I'm feeling right now it's like yeah I'm feeling a little down but it's not a big deal it's gonna go away just Ride this wave. And you'll be off. And tomorrow's a new day. So on that note. I think I'll leave it there. Uh I hope this was an entertaining lesson. It didn't feel very entertaining to record it. I actually, you know what? Fuck it. I don't hope this was entertaining. But if you made it this far, I'm glad you did. And, uh... Um... Yeah, I appreciate uh, you taking the time to listen to me ramble on. Um, Please fucking tell your friends about this shit. uh, If that's something that might be interested in them. But it's out of my control, so I'm just gonna let that go. See, we we do things uh, professionally here. On meditations with that one. Came around full circle there. Alright. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Um, subscribe, like, uh, comment, all that fucking jazz. Uh, see you when I see you. Peace out.